Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 in San Antonio, your official TV station of the San Antonio Spurs. Hope you had a good weekend. Hopefully the Spurs won a couple of games as we last spoke. Just a quick disclaimer. This episode of Locked On Spurs is recorded on uh, Friday. So, um, yeah, cross your fingers. They beat the Magic. And they beat the Thunder. Hopefully they did. But luckily, we're going to have a, be talking about a topic that doesn't rely on those two games uh, so much. Looking at the small sample size we have to start the season, yeah, they, they, they're well below 500. But are there any silver linings so far through the start of the uh, Spurs' new season? To do that and more, I'm joined by James Pledger. He is with San Antonio Sports Star. And yes, James, I'm completely stealing your idea. <laughs> that's fine man all good ideas are meant to be stolen and by the way you keep saying hopefully they win those games yeah you know why wow. i don't know what it, because i don't know what team i'm going to get am i going to get the one that takes the bucks to the distance or the maps at the distance or the one that lays an egg against the pacers i just don't know no no i understand that but winning is counterintuitive to what we actually want from the spurs Tank, 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 tank. That's James. Just look good and then lose. They've been doing it right this whole time. I think you and Jack Thompson, also with San Antonio Sports Star, uh, been on the the win, but not really win, kind of, and yeah. lose mode. Just let me look for those black and silver linings, and then when that's over, like I can enjoy a nice new shiny toy at the end of the year that with the team that is currently constructed that is – got lots of talent and looks really good you add the one piece that's missing a superstar and all of a sudden yeah. you are set to basically be what you were only very very young version of what you were or your dog must your dog agrees right for a long time <laughs> yeah i heard uh, him or her barking right now so he's uh here <laughs> Your, your pup is definitely uh, agreeing with that. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger and also listen to his show. He co-hosts with Jack Thompson, the Saturday morning hangover on San Antonio Sports Star, 1250 AM and on YouTube. So, yeah, James, I, I, I'll confess. Yeah, I'm taking this idea from you, but it's actually a great idea because lately, um, you know, Spurs fans have kind of been already grumbling already. The players are really getting frustrated that they're not they're getting not the W. Games <laughs> I know, I know. Spurs fans are ready to jump off a, a ledge. But but nevertheless, despite the record, the below 500 record, there are uh, some positives aside from the fact that they're losing in a tanking way, the way that James loves that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I want to start off with this. I'm going to get your ideas, uh, your thoughts on this silver lining on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Devin Vassell. What do you think? You buying or selling? He he possibly could be the real deal. Love it. Love him. Uh, I told you about him when they drafted him coming out of Florida State. He's a guy that I really like. Long, uh, could shoot. Kind of a three and D guy that maybe, as we saw uh, both throughout the year and into the summer league, really improved his off dribble game. And it looks like it's continued to improve and develop. And he looks like the number one option of that second unit. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sure how long you keep him on the second unit with the way he's playing. But it, even if not, it, even if he stays on the second unit, I mean, that is a 
fantastic piece to build around with DeJounte Murray, who's averaging a triple-double damn near. Yeah. Um, any any thoughts to this seemingly push to get Vassell into the starting unit? Does he make sense with the starters or still coming off that uh, reserve unit? I mean, it's all subjective, really. I mean, yeah. he he can fit wherever you'll put him. And he can start if you need him to start. He can come off the bench and be a sixth man if you need him to come off the bench and be a sixth man, kind of the way in Mon Ginobili was. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the great thing about Devin Vassell is he fits. You don't have to pigeonhole him into anything. And right now, he's being asked to come off the bench. And by doing so, he gives the San Antonio Spurs a big punch off the bench mm-hmm. offensively that they would lack without if because of the inconsistency in which Lonnie has displayed yet again, whether offensively, if his shot's not falling, like he just seems to kind of struggle offensively, even without uh, when a shot doesn't fall. So Devin has been consistent and mm-hmm. he really helps add and steady that second unit. Yeah, he really has. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, you know, each and every game he's out there, he just wows me, you know, whether it be on the defensive end, you know, being aggressive to the rim. And he's already posterized a few uh, players already th- uh, this season and, and just playing really, really smart. And I, I think the Spurs got themselves a gem. As of this recording, he's uh, averaging about close to 12 points per game, 11.9 off the bench, 4.4 rebounds, about two assists a game. Shooting 46% and 36% from the three lines. So all in all, great production out of him. I'm, I'm really going to be interested if his play gets better and maybe, which leads into our other silver lining, eats into Lonnie Walker's minutes uh, as maybe the first man off that bench. Lonnie Walker, you know, coming into the season, he does not, you know, he's going to be testing the free agency waters, albeit a restricted free agency. And Right now, he's proving that maybe, just maybe, the Spurs and him and his camp should have agreed to something because he made a man a pretty penny if he continues to play the way he's playing this season, James. Yeah, I mean, I love Lonnie. Uh, there are inconsistencies still there that we've seen throughout the year, but, uh, I mean, Lonnie looks good, and it looks like he also, you know, has found a nice little niche in that second unit and a home, if you will. Now, if he goes into free agency and thinks he can be a starter somewhere, that might be where you end up losing him. But I think he's doing extremely well in his role right now. And that's the most important thing is how he's fitting with this team currently. And it seems like not only does he love being in San Antonio and being a part of this team, but Mm -hmm. he's, fitting him real well with what they're asking him to do right now mm-hmm. and he's getting minutes. And here's the great thing. He and Devin, they're getting the same kind of minutes right now. So you don't really have to worry about either of them eating into the other's minutes. Right. The people that should be worried about their minutes are in that first unit, the, whether it's Doug McDermott or whether mm-hmm. it is, um, uh, Derek white, even like those are guys that, should be worried about their minutes from that first mm-hmm. unit. And while Kelvin's had some good games, Kelvin's also had some off games. Yeah. This 
season. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to kind of see how things play out as these two in the second unit continue to develop or do you keep them where they are? Because, I mean, it's not a bad problem to have when you have added punch Mm -hmm. from your second unit. We've known for a long time that the Spurs can make up a lot of points when they go to their second unit and other teams go to their second unit because the Spurs' second unit's just been stronger. And this is just another iteration of that, albeit a younger iteration of that. Yeah, and, and, and Lonnie, you know, you like what he's doing, uh, you know, knocking down the three. Uh, you know, we've seen him go on those little runs on his own where he just hits back-to-back threes and really gets the Spurs going. And as well as just him facilitating among shooting guards right now in the NBA, he's ranked 12th in assists. So he's really getting that ball moving. I, I like what I'm seeing out of Lottie. Uh, you know, you, you think it also has a lot to do with the fact that, you know, he's playing for a contract and he's going to want to show out <laughs> and uh, prove to the Spurs and to other teams that may be knocking on his door this summer that he's worthy of a nice bump in pay. He's going to have to. He's got. He's getting married. So uh, he's going to have uh, – <laughs> He's going to have more mouths to feed if babies are in the future or just to uh, have a, a comfortable life with he and his soon-to-be bride. But, yeah, Lonnie is definitely you know, one of the silver linings so far this season. He is James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger right now. You know, we're, we're looking at the bright spot so far, despite the Spurs' record uh, to start the season. And, and, I mean, it goes without saying, James, that minus that Indiana game, my goodness, this team will not lay down and die. Competitive. It's just so competitive. No. All right, NBA fanatics, have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know that you will too. Price Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. It offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players, only recording a handful of minutes each game. Hey, Price Picks offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of your users that b- deposit and use your code will get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just make sure to use that code. Let it be NBA. You can pick two to five players and uh, an over and under on the projections, and you can win up to 10 times any entry. And it's just you versus the projected numbers. That's it. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and on Google Play. Entries can be made even 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawal. So don't hesitate. Check out PricePicks.com. Use promo code NBA or go to the App Store and download the app today. That's Price Picks. Price Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. Does this sound familiar to you? You get one device that lets you uh, catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows while you watch sports highlights on your phone. And you got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Yeah, we all been there. Well, I want to talk to you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch now your favorite sports, movies, and all the shows in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever, ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. 
And can I bring up another bright spot so far in this season? Can we talk about, I know he's not playing because he's in COVID protocols right now, but Jakob Pertl has oh, yes. probably been the brightest spot of this entire Spurs season to this point. He has Oof. taken a step that I don't think any of us saw coming. Yeah, well, we're well, talking about him now that um, he's out, uh, at least for a few games uh, later on in the show, but you're absolutely right. You know, he's He's been a surprise on the offensive end he scored in double figures in six of the seven games that he played before putting into the uh, safety protocols uh you know flirted with a triple double working well with the pick and roll actually dunking the ball going aggressive (laughs) to the rim and uh he's kind of doing a little kind of a bunny shot lately i don't know if you you noticed that it's kind of a little bunny shot shot. and i'm also very impressed with how they're utilizing him in the passing game too, his passing game has really been a key point to initiating the Spurs offense at the top of the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, he leads a team in rebounding. He leads a team in offensive rebounding, he leads a team in blocks. We know he's a, a paint threat, at least on, you know, for opposing teams, uh, you know, on the defensive end. And he had to go toe to toe with some of the big boys, pun intended, you know, to start the season, the Joker, you know, Nikola Jokic, Anthony Davis, uh, you know, who am I missing? Uh, I mean, seriously, during that murderous role, he had to contend with some mm-hmm. of the best of the best at his position. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba, yeah. And uh, you just look at what he's doing so far, and it's a shame that, he, he, you know, he's in protocols now. And, and, you know, it happens. You know, that's just the life that the world is living in right now. But among centers, this is just, this is just great to see. You know, he's among all NBA centers. First in offensive rebounds, sixth in field goals made, ninth in assist, and tenth in field goal attempts. So that just so he's spreading the ball, he's getting aggressive on the offensive end, and which is a, a sight to see because how many seasons have we seen before this one, James, where he's on the media? I'm going to get better offensively, and only to not <laughs> see it. And now here we are. Uh, we'll definitely be talking about uh, the loss of Pirtle later on in the show, but. Going back to that competitive edge, you you like that. You like seeing that this team does not die, James. Yeah, I mean, this team has played outside of the Indiana game extremely well in every single game. And they've had a very difficult schedule to this point. The schedule is going to lighten up, but I'm extremely impressed with what I've seen. And even more so, because they're losses and I'm impressed, like I, this is the best way for the Spurs to get immediately better for the foreseeable future. Because mm-hmm. as we watch this team and their inability to close out against whether it's the Mavericks or the Lakers or uh, the Bucks, what's the one constant with all those teams? They have yes, a two. Oh, they right, right, yeah. At least one dude. The Mavs have Luka. The Lakers, when the Spurs played them, had Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis. Like, right. they have a dude that when all else fails and nothing else is working, I can carry you. The Spurs is currently constituted, don't currently seem to have that guy. But we all know that guy's important to building a successful contending team that can be near the top. But the rest of this roster is stacked across the board, up to down, left to right. This 
team feels like it is one piece away, and it's that dude. And what's the best way to get that dude? Free agency, it's really hard. We learned that this past season. Not everybody wants to take your money. But if you can go into the draft and get a upper echelon lottery pick, that could set this team up to flip it in an instant. Mm-hmm. I love your impersonation of DeJounte Murray there, by the way. It's pretty cool. The dudes. The dudes. The dudes. <laughs> yeah, for anybody who's been in the uh, Spurs or just the media session with DeJounte, listen to him when he says dude. He stretches out those O's. It must be a Seattle thing. It's got to be, right? Yeah, it's a Seattle thing. Yeah, it's a Seattle thing. Them dudes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you, this team is just, you know, taking teams uh, to the to the lit, to the to the edge. You know, beating the Bucks on their uh, turf, just good to see. But uh, you yeah. know, we're trying to be we're trying to be positive right here. But the only thing I fear, and this is a little bit of a negativity, is that these losses don't disrupt their the mental side of their game. You know, don't weigh on them. Mm-hmm. Where to the point where they just kind of throw their hands up, like whatever. You know, season's lost. You know, when we're just what a few games into the new season. That's the only thing I would fear out of a very young team. Uh, another bright spot that I want to bring up. Is and you already we talked about him with the dudes is uh, Dejounte Murray. Uh, you know I agree with you. You know, but do you, would you agree that he is going to ultimately be their go-to guy? Uh, he feels like he is right now. Yeah. And to be fair, I like what I'm seeing out of Dejounte in, in terms of not only a willingness to take three pointers, but also make them this season. He feels like he's making them at a higher clip, and he looks more comfortable and confident behind the arc you look when he takes a shot though it's, it's confident you know, we saw that against the lakers when the game was uh, on the line in regulation you know took the shot missed it but the fact that he just took it i, I was very proud to see that and uh, you know he's very vocal afterwards saying you know it's on me it's on me you know even when he gets mm-hmm. a, a triple double what's he say it don't matter we lost it don't matter it starts with me uh, he obviously he wants that mantle of leadership, and I, I think, and I don't think, think I know the guys who want to give him that mantle. But my I fear is, you know, will he put too much on his shoulders where he starts affecting his game? But he he definitely looks more in control this season than ever, James. Yeah, he looks like he's playing, as you said, in control. Like yeah. there, he doesn't seem to be playing outside of himself or taking too much on everything seems to be coming easily to him right now. And that's a very impressive thing to see for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess he's the oldest tenured spur. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, at what? 25 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate the freedom of choice with built bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at built bar? Well, You can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Bill Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. 
Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off. Once again, at Built.com. That is amazing. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, competitive-wise, they are in games. Uh, They're not getting blown out. And uh, they're showing the uh, the rest of the league that they're n- that they maybe they're not going to be title bound, but they're they're, they're definitely going to give a p- opposition, um, you know, a combo, you know, that. Uh, and here's Captain- the thing: if you watch the game like all the way through, outside of like a a little, and I get where the frustration comes from when they're losing games and the ineffectiveness down the stretch, but that's just part of a being a young team is learning how to close out games. You and I have talked about this multiple times throughout the summer as we are, you know, off season, as we're getting ready for the season is the young team. They're going to have to learn how to win and close out games, especially close Mm -hmm. games. And I just think that this is part of the process and the evolution of this team. They're, they're Mm -hmm. going to get better, obviously. That's yeah. going to be a part of it. But, man, it you watch the game. Even the frustrating part of them losing, like, everything they do, you feel confident. Like, this is a team that's like, yeah, they're really, really close. Like, you mm-hmm. can feel it. Yeah. And the, the the team knows it, too. They're very vocal about that in their, their narrow losses, saying we're right there. Uh, they they point to little mistakes. You, you know, this is a team that cannot afford little mistakes because they don't have that go to dude uh, mm-hmm. that can cover for, that can cover for them. You know, they don't have a Timmy, a Kawhi, a Demar Derozan, Lamarcus Aldridge. They don't. Uh, so they have to play near perfection, at least fundamentally, uh, and and that's what's biting them way, in the butt. Demar has loved the dude's Jeez. playing like an MVP right now. He had 30 plus point games in a row, like three of them, like three 30 plus point. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. And no, no. This is the infuriating thing. He's shooting like 41% from three. Uh, good Lord. <laughs> why, why? All right. That's not a silver lining here on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. <laughs> you know, knowing that, you know, that's the guy, a guy like that the Spurs definitely need right now on this roster. But hopefully, one of these young bucks. <laughs> Will emerge into that uh, role player, uh, that role, and it looks like right now it, all eyes are pointed at Dejounte Murray. Another bright spot is uh, defensively. You know, I know they have their lapses, but for the most part, they're pretty good. Um, you know, they they're one of the best in the league in steals. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the Murray White combo is one of the better defensive guard tandems in the league. We know what Jakob does. So defensively, they're 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 okay, James. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the part defensively that bothers you is kind of the late collapses. Like, we saw it against the Lakers. We've seen mm-hmm. it uh, against the Mavs a couple of times. It's just mental errors late in games that kind of, especially on the defensive side, that lead to easy buckets or wide-open transition threes. And like Papa said, those are just minor things that are fixable. But for the most part, you've liked what you've seen. They, they get in passing lanes. They use their link. They've got a ton of link, whether it is DeJounte, Derek, uh, Vassell, 
I mean, they've got long arms, and then they've got crafty defenders and a bulldog like Kelvin Johnson, and Jakob Hurdle's kind of the straw that stirs the drink for him because his post presence has been invaluable. And we yeah. really saw that that was missing when mm-hmm. they took on the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's definitely going to impact them as the season uh, moves on. But those are a few of the bright spots so far to start this uh, Spurs uh, season. If you have other bright spots, you definitely let James know on Twitter at I am Pleasure. Do that right now. And, of course, on my end, just make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Spurs. And that'll be your best way to tell me that you've been listening to this show. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, subscription would be great. Let's talk about Jakob now. He's out for a uh, few games. At minimum, it would be 10 days. So, you know, you can do the math. Uh, so he has a few more days to go before he's back in action. How big of an impact was to was that to, for this team to lose him right now? Oh, oh God, it's massive because usually it's massive because of what he brings on the rebounding and also on the uh, defensive side of things. He is a great post defender. He is a fantastic offensive and defensive rebounder. But this year, even more so, it's what he brings offensively. He seems to be kind of a, one of the catalysts of the Spurs offense, mm-hmm. not just in terms of points, but in terms of his passing ability and moving the offense through him. It has been extremely impressive to see what he's meant to the Spurs so far this season. Of yeah. all the guys we talked about all off season, you and I, on every lockdown Spurs, what if Kelvin takes a jump and makes it to the next step? What happens? We talked about Kelvin getting better. We talked about Lonnie taking that next step this offseason. We took, talked about DeJounte taking that next step. Derek White taking that next step. Uh, Devin Vassell taking that next step. Could, at some point this year, Josh Primo take a step and become that? We talked about all these guys that could take this next step on this team. Not once did we ever mention Jakob Pertl, who is still, mm. in his right, a young guy and – we should have involved him in the conversation, but he's taken the biggest step of all the people we expected to take that next step this offseason. And it's partly offensive. It's part his passing. And he's already a rock solid rebounder and defender, especially mm-hmm. in the post. He's been so incredibly fun to watch this year. And when we talk about silver linings this year, Jakob Pertl might be the biggest silver lining of this entire season so far. Absolutely. I 100% agree. You know, the Spurs are going to miss him. And that that center position was a position that I really was kind of biting my fingers nervously about end of the season because I kept on saying, I I don't know if it was with you or Jimenez or somebody on this show, where I said, I'm worried about that spot because if something happens to Jakob, then it just it just bottoms down, you know. No knock on Eubanks yeah. or Landale, but they can't do what Jakob does. And we're about to see if Landale, Jakob, and to a certain degree, uh, that young can enough, you know, hold the fort down until Proto gets here. But we saw what Boban did against the Spurs, which uh, uh-huh. Powell did against the Spurs. Where we, you know, probably the Magic are smart. They used Mo Bamba against the Spurs this past uh, Friday. Uh, against mm-hmm. the Spurs. So yeah, uh hold it down, Spurs, until Yacht <laughs> gets 
gets back. Hold it down. Hold and, it down. If, as long as we're talking about uh, his absence, this is a great opportunity, hopefully. I would hope for Jacques Landale. I, 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 now, you know, he he, he definitely fits that the bill. Other night without uh, mm-hmm. without uh, uh, Jakob in there, mm-hmm. uh, but man, if we could get to start to see some uh, Jock Landale, oh man! And imagine when you're playing some of the bigger teams like mm-hmm. Denver, if you yeah. can roll out a Jock and Jock lineup. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you got an outside threat at, at that position with Jock, and you got the inside threat with Jakob. So a not, not, mm-hmm. not a bad one-two punch for the Spurs to have on their roster. He is James Pleasure I with San Antonio just, Sports I Star. I love saying Jock and Jock. Jock and Jock. Kind of like Rock and Jock back in the day. Remember that? Yeah. MTV? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. exactly where it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> He is James Pleasure with San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at I am Pleasure. Uh, yeah, the Spurs are definitely going to miss Jakob. And uh, despite their record, there have been a, quite a lot of positives that Spurs fans can uh, lay their head on at night and on their pillow and not get too worried. And of course, the big one that James always pushes is whew, that top five draft pick would be very, very, very and nice to have. Here's the thing top five or not, Enjoy what you're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a long time since the Spurs have been down here, but I can tell you, despite the record, things look good for the Spurs in the future. So, if whether it's them coming together and learning how to win throughout the season, or whether it's them just losing, knowing they're one piece away and getting that piece in the draft via a bad draft, a, a very good draft pick. However that happens, like just enjoy it because what I'm seeing out of the Spurs, despite the losses, is very impressive. Like I love what I'm seeing on the floor from this team. Me too. I love it. And hopefully the they'll just get better as the season moves on. I think they will. I think these lessons learned are really going to pay off as the season moves on. And credit, I think maybe another bright spot before we transition to some stupid random pop culture uh, discussion is um, Popovich. Mm-hmm. Bright spot, he's been patient. He hasn't been biting the heads off of media. He's actually answering <laughs> people's questions and it really hasn't torn into oh, it. Like- yeah, yeah. So uh, kudos to him. Uh, for uh, being that calming force for a very young team looking to find their stride. So, James, can I ask, you know, you and me, you know, we, we love pop culture, whether it be uh, oh, yeah. you know, movies, anime, cartoons, uh, comic books. We love it. So I got to ask, you know, I was, I was watching this clip. Just, I don't know, just started to watch it. Uh, the ending to Footloose, the 1984 flick, <laughs> the big dance party they had as the kids celebrated the fact that the community is going to allow dancing and boy, did they have one. Would you consider that scene one of the greatest dancing scenes in cinema history? Oh, no. What? Like I, I get what it, I get what it entails and what it encompasses, but man, no, not even close. Okay. Just give me uh, three dance scenes that you have above it. Singing in the rain. 
Yeesh, yeah, can't go wrong with that one. That one's yeah. I mean, that's that. Would you consider uh, singing in the rain the the gold standard? Because yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, if you want to go uh, more new school, Stomp the Yard has some incredible dance scenes in it. Mm-hmm. And dude, Dirty Dancing. Yeah, you see, I'm glad you brought up Dirty Dancing because, you know, I I have the uh, the Footloose dance scene in my top uh, ten, um, but just in no particular order. Just you know, some other some other scenes that I have dancing. Yeah. I have uh, seen in the rain. It's in the yeah. top ten. It's in, it's, it's in the top not. ten. Yeah. Um, but I got ahead of uh, of that is the dirty dancing scene, the ending, you know, the iconic, you know, Patrick Swayze lifts uh, the girl in the air, you know, everybody's cheering for that. I also got hand jive grease, that scene. Oh, uh, nice. yeah, yeah, the, the, the hand jive really that was a really, really, really good one. Um, what are, you mentioned right now, uh, stomp the yard, is that considered dancing because they got the instruments? You know what I mean? Um, depends. Where I mean, if there's instruments, but there's still dancing involved. Another dance scene I have, and I think may may for me rival singing in the rain. I, I mean, mm-hmm. how can we forget this one? John Travolta's Saturday Night Fever. Uh, I mean, that is just oh, so absolutely. iconic. I mean, I I might have it one A or one B. you know, just. You know, mm-hmm. from 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 when he did it on the uh, light up dance floor, um, the pose, you know, the iconic pose, the finger in the air, finger mm-hmm. pointing down. Um, I just thought about it. Yeah, I don't know why I started watching the, the footlooks and I said, "Wow, this is a good question to ask." Pleasure is the dirty dancing NDC top five I mean, or top what, ten? What about staying alive in Saturday Night Fever? That didn't happen. Saturday Night Fever. No, Saturday Night didn't. That movie never existed. <laughs> that that didn't count. <laughs> yeah, that 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 never happened. No, I I mean I mean just like other other famous dance scenes, and this is like really a deep dive oh, here. Fiction. You took you took it out of my. You just stole my thunder. Oh, fiction's iconic. <laughs> Top ten though. Oh, absolutely, it's Top ten. Really, top ten. You know, for me, it's hovering a little below ten. What about the Mambo in the West Side Story? Uh, yeah, you, yeah, I throw that in the in the top ten list. I what? what I mean, obviously, it's not going to be top ten, not even top twenty. You know, <laughs> but you can't forget the 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 musical number that Transformers movie had with the Junkions and the oh, Autobots. Yeah, I don't know where Transformers had a musical number uh, in that flick. I, I know this is meant to be comedic, but it was actually really really good. What about the talent competition from Napoleon Dynamite? Hmm. Not top 10. Top 20? Am I pushing it there? Yeah, I, I believe that's legit. Yeah, top 20, yeah. Yeah, just I was re-watching Footloose, and I just remember, you know, and just like, I was like, man. Okay, it, this, it, one's, this one's right up your alley. Hit me. What about tequila from Pee Wee's Big Adventure? You gotta put it in there, man. It's freaking Pee Wee. <laughs> you gotta put Pee Wee in there. I mean, every I mean it's so iconic because everybody started doing it, and people still do it to today. You you can do that dance, and everybody you know exactly where it came from. 
Exactly. By I'll the way, tell you also- one that I low-key like that I don't think gets enough credit. Tip to be square from American Psycho. Is that really a dance number? Oh, yeah. He was definitely dancing during that. I can never listen to that song ever again the same way after that scene. <laughs> Just can't. You, 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 you really can't. Another, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, but the um, I think it was called uh, Washington Heights, kind of a newer, newer uh, flick. That came oh, out. Yeah, they got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got incredible dance numbers in there. But um, what about the lollipop guild? In that, <laughs> eh, I wouldn't put it in there. I mean, I mean, you, you again. It's one of those things you can do, and everybody would know exactly where the movie where it came from. But uh, uh, would I, not put it up there. I got one last one because this is. I mean, it was it was a movie that made a song that is arguably by one of the greatest rock and roll artists of all time. Go for it. Jailhouse Rock, Elvis Presley. Yeah. Yeah. You got to put it Remember, in Remember, that was a movie that spawned the song. Mm-hmm. There's just so many, like, iconic dancings. I just want to know, like, what would be it? You know, this is where we got to get our uh, nerd crew together to figure all this out. Right. Last one, and I'm kind of ashamed at both of us for not mentioning it. Go for it. Flash dance. Oh, brutal. Yes. I mean, the water, <laughs> the chair, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, she's working during the day and dancing during the night. Yeah, you, you can't you, you, you can't forget that. What you know, quickly, I know we're running out of time here. What's the dance scene from that Disney uh, movie uh, where it was like one of the first human animated uh, dance scenes? It was, um, I forgot the guy's name, of uh, Dick Van Dyke, and he's dancing with the penguins. Oh, uh, um, uh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Thank you. I think that I think I would put that in my top fifteen. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. All right. So if you have your favorite dancing that you want to share with me and Pleasure, you can let James know on Twitter <laughs> at I am Pleasure. Pleasure, run out of time, but quickly, what's going on at San Antonio Sports Star? Oh man, we're uh, jiving and hustling all day long, starting our and in the morning, seven to ten. Michael Jimenez has taken yes, over the middays. Yes, uh, of course, Jason Minix on the Blitz 4-7 to seven and catch me and Jack on Saturdays on the Saturday morning hangover or on the post-up immediately following that. More reason to go check out San Antonio Sports Star right now, 12.50 a.m. and even on YouTube. Just go on YouTube, search San Antonio Sports Star. Watch it there. By the way, Jimenez did share with me. And no, I had nothing to do with it, James. Apparently somebody called in to praise Locked On. Spurs? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, that blew my mind. That was pretty cool. Yeah, 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 text, I mean, yeah, the love me. is like, there for yeah. you, my man. The love is there. Hey, you, you guys uh, help out uh, tremendously. You keep this uh, show, this boat afloat. So appreciate you, the rest of the crew, even Minix. Minix made his debut last. Oh, this, yeah, last. Yes. Month. Yes, on Locked On Spurs. We did a buy and sell uh, game, and he had fun with it. He called me old, too. So that, that was <laughs> All right. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. Pick a platform. We're there. You can tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Spurs. And once again, we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. So for James Flashdance Pleasure, I am Jeff <laughs> Garcia. We are going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Thank you.